You're listening to Jordan Vecchio and Anastasia Stoikos Latiri, live from your nation's capital, bringing you the latest scoop on current issues. This is Real Talk. So we're finally releasing our first podcast after much anticipated wait. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we're here, everyone. Um, If you don't know who we are, uh, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Jordan Vecchio. Um, Yeah. Recent, a recent graduate from Carleton University. Yeah. My degrees in communication and media studies. I have a minor in business. Um, I just graduated a few weeks ago, so... It's going to blend nicely into the topic we're going to talk about today, but uh, I'll let Anastasia introduce herself. Yeah, I'm Anastasia Stoikos Latiri, and I'm still a student at Carleton University. I'm studying law, history, and criminology. She was recently a, uh, she's a recovering student politician. Um, <laughs> Retired, not reti- recovering. <laughs> well, you're recovering from the retirement, so oh, you're recovering yeah, from true. your term, I would say. Um, God knows, Anastasia that'll take forever. Was the president of the Carleton University Students Association. Um, and in her role, she did a lot of great work for the university and the community at large. So it, it blends nicely into what we're going to be talking and about And Jordan today. was the special advisor to the president, so... Yeah, so I mean, you know, this is something that I think we've wanted to do for a while Yeah, now. we've been talking about it for a little bit. It all started over the past few months in Jordan's last semester of university when he was doing some assignments and decided to submit a podcast as the assignment. And I helped, I helped, and I was a guest speaker. (laughs) And then his professor suggested we should do this professionally. So here we are. Here we are. So yeah, I mean, there's a few topics we discussed um, in my courses. Uh, Interesting classes I've taken um, the last two semesters, we did one on remember social media, how um, getting how how engaging folks on social media is such a important piece of um, communicating to people these days. Also, we did one on um, body image, my, body image, yeah, and my gender uh, and media studies class, which is an interesting course as well. Yeah, and we figured we're pretty good at talking about current issues, so why not let everyone else listen? If you don't already follow me on Twitter, I think this will be a good uh, intro to, to there. But I talk a lot, and I and uh, I like <laughs> never to, stops I talking. Never ta- <laughs> stop tweeting. We also wrote a few op eds for uh, Carlton's um, independent journalism and like sort of news paper. Paper, yeah, yeah, the Charlatan. We just we have a lot to say. <laughs> we have so. a lot to say. So. Uh, this is this is an outlet for us to you know talk about things that are happening and going along and going on in, in the world and in Canada and and hot topics that we you know have takes about right and we're really excited to share it with you yeah so in our first episode today we'll be talking about post grad blues <laughs> it's something that I think um, is really relevant really relevant a lot of Especially to you right now. Well, yeah, me. You're going um, through it. A lot of people graduated every year, but <laughs> I'm like, I and a lot of my friends have just recently graduated from university. Um, my brother just graduated from high school, so there's a lot of transition when you graduate from school, and you know, looking into what you want to do f- moving forward, what career path you want to move into, and sort of um, experiment with because it's interesting because you know everyone everyone's trying to you know tell you what to do and it's hard to decide what you want to do um, when you get out of school yeah there's so many questions when you know you first graduate and really what happens to students when they graduate what is really there for them after graduation 
um, you know, and it's like, do we go back to school? That's something that I've been thinking about recently because I love school. I've always loved school. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the best student, but I love school nonetheless. So, you know, looking at, you know, different master's programs, if that's an option for me. Um, yeah. And I know you are also looking into that before you even graduate. So, yeah, but there's so many challenges nowadays, too, because people are, you know, there used to be such a emphasis on earning a university degree and that, you know, that university degree could secure you really, uh, really great jobs with good salaries. Um, but sometimes that isn't enough anymore. And sometimes you have to have a master's or a PhD because it's getting so competitive. Yeah. And so there's such a difference from, you know, even let's say 15, 20 years ago where a university degree isn't, as or isn't worth as much as let's say a master's or a phd anymore right yeah i mean you know it's and hard the biggest issue that i've been hearing are people who have their degree and they go to apply for jobs that match their degree um and the number one thing that the employer says to them is well you know fine that you have your degree but we can't hire you because you have no work experience and you know the requirement for this job an entry level job is one to two to three years of work experience but how do you know students who are who are studying full time meet those requirements yeah. you know, there are some students who work full time throughout their university degree but there are others who just can't do that. And so how do they meet those expectations to secure an entry-level job? Yeah, I mean, you know, I and you as well, we've worked through our university degrees. Um, and that is something that a lot of people do, but also some people don't. It's depending on your, um, you know, field of study, obviously. Like, I know a lot of my friends that are in, like, STEM programs don't actually have the time to work during their, th during their course of study. So being in a sort of um, public affairs uh, course at you know Carleton, it, it allowed me to work. So at times I had two jobs. I worked for the Residence Association on campus. Um, I worked for a private company, and then and then I moved uh, working on Parliament Hill. Um, and I'll let you talk about your experience. But working and working and studying at the same time is quite. Um, sort of taxing on you, and it's hard. And taking a full course load isn't always the best option for students. I took five years to do, finish my bachelor's degree, um, whereas some people take, you know, four, the normal uh, sort of four, and they take five courses, or they take um, a six-course load, and that's yeah. even more Yeah, crazier. I took a six-course load at one point, and I was working full-time, so... You know, everybody can manage, you know, everyone knows what they can manage and, and does that. But yeah, exactly. Not everyone, not everyone can have a job and do school at the same time. So that becomes a really big issue yeah. um, when they're looking for jobs afterwards. Right. And I was having actually a really interesting conversation, too, today about this idea of university or college and the idea that this kind of starts right from. Um, from high school where students are being pressured to attend university and get a university degree 100%. because they're being told by staff or their parents that you know that's the way forward and that's the way that you will secure a good job and good pay and things like that but there's a huge um, I guess 
opening in the labor workforce, yeah. right? And trades is honestly a really good option. And, and so are many other careers too. And there are so many students who, after they graduate from university, never wanted an office do- a job or a desk job in the first place, were forced or pressured into university, have a degree now that they don't want to do anything with, and you know feel that they could have gone to college and could already be banking um, you know, a full salary yeah. doing a job that they like, that they're good at from having a college degree. hundred percent. I mean, my brother right now is, uh, he's applied to go to Algonquin college to do, um, a business entrepreneurship uh, program. And he also is looking at doing, uh, going into the trade, uh, trade, sorry, after that. So he, he's, you know, opting to do a, um, diploma and then go back to school again in another two years to do to fulfill his um, sort of dreams of going into the trade. I mean, it's it's different. It's not something that I ever yeah. would be interested it's in. Just, when I was having this conversation today with some teachers, and they were saying that it's really upsetting sometimes because students in high school are saying, "Well, I'm going to college because I'm dumb." Yeah, no, and and that's not the case. I mean, there's different opportunities for different people. Colleges now have degree programs. One of my good friends actually, you know, took a Bachelor of Early Learning in Childhood through Algonquin College. And, you know, they have different options now and streams that are geared to different people and different types of learners. Yeah, Uh, and and lots of people take, uh, you know, specializations and certifications from colleges. Uh Just like I'm doing a student advising certification from George Brown right now alongside my my degree. So a lot of people do that because it's more hands-on learning, Um, and you develop more experience and honestly a lot of people who go to college earn that sort of work experience that is required for an entry-level job so it's just interesting to see that yeah no it's there's a lot of questions I mean I mean for me I just seem to think what is a university degree worth like I feel that I was made for university that's just the way that my brain works I really enjoy reading and researching and studying and at a university level but that's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what is a university degree really worth these days? Yeah, it's, um, you know, well, it's what hard. do you think? Well, I mean, I, I also, um, I think I benefited from my sort of course of study. It's different than others. I think it's uh, arguably more hands-on than the traditional sort of, um, you know, political science degree or um, yeah, something yeah. like you're taking law. It's different. My, my you know, courses were more focused on sort of constructive um, work, whereas I feel like it's more theoretical when you go into uh, study things like political science or law, like I said. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, you know, I took a lot of courses like polling in a public opinion. I took courses like um, algorithmic culture. Yeah, you, I took courses you did like, learn a lot of you know, Twitter and how we yeah. study Twitter. And that sort of things are different than I think a lot of people get when they're taking more of a yeah, like, do you social think science that route. When students take theoretical studies that they feel that that makes them prepared for the workforce afterwards, because I feel as though my undergraduate degree is preparing me for the research that I want to do, you know, post-grad, yeah. right? Um, the research that I might want to do for my master's or PhD. But I wouldn't say necessarily that it's preparing me for the workforce. I'd say that my work experience prepares me for the workforce yeah i mean you know it's a lot of and like working in politics we've both been there um a lot of people go right into political science that's their degree 
um, and they study political science and then they go work in an office um, of a member of parliament in a minister's office and they're doing work that's sort of more hands-on based and not as much theoretical more administrative more administrative yeah it's not theoretical yeah when you like get- would you say that you know let's say you want to work for a member of parliament and you want to do be the communications assistant would you say that you learned valuable skills in school that will help you be a successful communications assistant i mean like did you learn how to write briefings no no you know what i mean yeah i mean actually you know my in in my polling opinion research class um, I did. We did that. But that's because that's a, cl- a course that is offered to the master's students. It's a course that was offered to um, the students taking the MPM program. So it's more hands-on at that level because those students are going and taking a master's in public administration and then they're going and doing a um, sort of practicum in a, in a political office where they have to ha- know those skills and, and work with those skills. So... Um, you need to know how yeah. to write a briefing. You need to know how to brief, um, you know, members of parliament or a minister or, and, and, you know, look at polling and look at sort of things where um, you're writing a, writing a paper about <laughs> the theory of uh, yeah. politics or the theory of like liberalism. It's not always applicable. No, it's not yeah. applicable. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and there's this whole other side of it too. And I think, I mean, all to say that, probably every student who graduates experiences this at one point or another, even if it's not right away, maybe a few years down the line and they're having a crisis and they want to change careers. But, you know, the possibilities are so endless and there's so many options, so many things that, you know, people feel that they could be good at, that people could enjoy so many different opportunities and different, you know, paths that you see your life going. And it's so hard to make a decision on you know where should I start where do I start where do I want to get to mm-hmm. you know <laughs> so I think that that can be really stressful and maybe even sometimes daunting yeah. because you're faced with this big question of what's next and you know what what path is my life going down now and I think the important thing is that you don't always have to know the answer to that 100% I mean this something like so my brother graduated on Tuesday um and Congratulations. the valedictorian. Yeah. Uh, congrats. Oh, Cameron. no. Are you about to um, cite no, 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 a valedictorian speech from But they were talking about how, like, she was talking about what is adulthood and why, why, are, we, why are now students at 18 years old supposed to know exactly what they want to do with their lives? Adulthood is, you know, in the, in the dictionary, the definition is sort of when you're 18, you're considered to be an adult. Um, but... I saw, I saw a post that says when you're, you know, 18 to, let's say, 25 or maybe a bit older than that, that, yes, you're an adult, but you're a baby of the adult. Yeah. You're well, like, you're like a like, child of the adult. Why are students now 18 years old, getting out of high school, 18 or 17, you know, getting out of high school, supposed to know exactly what they want to do with their life, exactly what career path they want to go on, and exactly where they want to be in the next 10 years. That's not that's not feasible. It's hard. And, you know, people, and this is something that nowadays, people change their career paths like yeah. five, six, well, seven people times. People are even changing their degrees, yeah. right? I've seen, and honestly, I got so much stress from this, but I saw somebody change their degree in their fourth year and have to start over back to their first year. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at that point you should probably just get the degree and then get another degree 100%. after. But like, it just, you know, 
yeah, people are making decisions because they're being pressured or feel yeah. forced and, to and, because society has those expectations that you need to just you know, figure out what you're doing. We, I think we need to be more lenient on people. We need to yeah. stop expecting 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 25-year-olds to know exactly what they want to do with their life. Yeah. You know, it's... And, it's not every, every there's no there's no concrete path yeah, for everyone exactly. to take and i think that's the expectation and you never we place have on to people. have a concrete path even if you're in your 30s and 40s you yeah. can still decide that what you're doing isn't what you want to do yeah. anymore right and <laughs> i don't know i just think every experience that you have will show you what you like and don't like what yeah. you're good at and not good at right so that's why sometimes too i always encourage others to you know try new things <laughs> like even if it's getting a new position or doing yeah. something volunteering that's exactly just what aside just from say. your academic you know pursuits yeah do something in the world in society it, that teaches you about yourself yeah. and about what you want in your life yeah. and like that's i think where a lot of where i you know my path has been focused on is from things that I've done, like extracurricular activities. And I always advocate for people to get involved and do things like you just said. Yeah. Um, you know, I was on student council in high school. I, you know, did, I was in theater. I did sort of um, business and entrepreneurship in my high school. And then, you know, moving out of, uni- and moving to university, sorry, I, I was involved on our student union. I was involved in associations on campus. All of those experiences has allowed me to learn what I like and what I don't like, and it's allowed me to get experience that others who are, that are just you know focus on the classroom and focus on you know learning and and not really um, doing anything outside of their coursework. You know, they don't get as much out of their experience in in that sort of environment. Like we've we've got, learned a lot from being involved with Keysa, yeah. being involved yeah. with you know absolutely other organizations you, you learn a campus. lot about yourself you do right you learn about what you're able to handle yeah maybe you actually ch- test and challenge what you're able yeah. to handle and realize that you can handle a lot more than you thought you could yeah you learn what it's like to you know actually be a leader yeah. in in business industries yeah. and, and things like that and so those are so important in shaping sort of your path i guess right yeah no and it's like so true that you i that but the experience uh, yeah. i've had have been invaluable and have allowed me to sort of find my path i would say i'm still trying to figure it out yeah, cuz i'm not sure but it sure. even teaches you you know maybe your weaknesses yeah. and where you need to improve on right yeah. um for sure, within CUSA, I learned what my weaknesses were and took some professional development and things like that to, you know, improve those. And that's what you have to do for your whole life, you know? Yeah. No, it's true. You're not just naturally going to be incredible at everything. Well, yeah. maybe you will be. But. <laughs> well, I think we both will. But no, yeah. that, I mean, <laughs> but there's always there's always room to grow. There's always room to change. Um, and, you know. And also, this is so okay, this is so for real, but not everyone will like you. Like you, and you just have to face it. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Well, yeah, that's taking a deep change. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, right? Like, but it's because everyone, when you graduate, you want to go into a job and that be or your maybe passion. even start your own business. That's your passion. And you want everyone at your workplace to like you. You want everyone to, you know, see how incredible you are and things like that. But you just have to face the reality that sometimes you will get put into workforces that nobody is, you know, appreciates you yeah. and or nobody likes you. And it's not always a reflection of you. I mean, sometimes you probably have to take some accountability if it really is you. But 
in a lot of cases, sometimes people, you know, other people are jealous of fresh, you know, fresh new talent and things like that. So jealousy is a factor. Um, and then there's just also personalities that don't mesh well. And yeah. you just have to know your limits. That's one of the main things that I definitely would say for new graduates. You have to know your limits. Like if you are in a workplace that is so unhealthy and causing you so much stress and toxicity and you just hate it and you hate it so much, you will never start to love it. No matter what you do, you will just hate it more and more and more and sink yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. And you need to get out. <laughs> you need to get out and find something that you love and find something and somewhere yeah. where you feel valued and appreciated and where you feel motivated to do your best and where you feel motivated to work on yourself and things like that. Otherwise you will get stuck. Yeah. And I think, you know, I th- I think university, college, school in general coddles you and, and, and you know, protects you from this sort of um, experiences of the real world. Like being in academia is like very much like, I don't know, like it's it's not it's not actually what you're going to experience in a workforce, yeah, no. in the workforce and in a no. job. Like your, your professors so are, and at Carleton specifically, I mean, I, I have no other experience with other post-secondary institutions, but at Carleton specifically and in my program specifically, the professors are very much there for your best interests they want you to succeed they care about you i can't speak to other programs because i haven't been in any other programs but yeah definitely my program too yeah i felt very supported and And you won't always feel that way when you leave when you leave school and that's true for every industry for every field that you might encounter it's and, and that's not true of all places, though. No. Some places you will feel tremendously supported and you should keep those places. Yeah. But others you may not. And, you know, there are cases where you can, you know, work to develop a better, uh, you know, environment for yourself. And you can work with the company or, you know, wherever you are to create better um a better workplace but in some cases you're, it's just not the right fit and it might not always be a reflection of you and you just have to accept it and move on yeah no it's true I mean you have more experience in that than <laughs> I do but I mean I think we've yeah. all dealt with I mean well this is going into a best. different topic I feel like but it's also a lot different for women I think yeah you know there's a lot of different challenges that you face then yeah, yeah. I mean it's true. There's a lot of, uh, it's a scary world out there. I mean, yeah. you know, there's a lot of opportunities, but also finding your niche, finding your path is not always the easiest. And you have to be kind to yourself because it's important to not um, feel the pressure of society. And you have to be able to overcome um, when you feel like you're not right for a role or if you feel that you're not doing you know the best you can or if if you're not loving what job you're getting or or where you are in life like it's 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 all about a journey it's all a journey yeah it's not and don't yeah like don't bully yourself over it you know like for me I always had a very clear image of what my path will be or you know what I'll do next and over the past four years that has bounced around so much like if you talk to my mom she would probably she'd die over this because the amount of times that I've called her and said yeah no like I'm not doing this anymore like I'm I'm doing this now or you know the amount of times I've changed the minors or the major in my degree and things like that right and then I ended up back where I started so but and that's okay because all those experiences were showing me you know 
what I like and don't like. Yeah. And, you know, the, even the courses I was taking were showing me where my academic interests lie, really. And so it's okay to change. It really is okay. And you should just try anything that you feel will make you happy. Honestly, just try new just try new positions, try new experiences yeah. and opportunities. I mean, I, like I've done so many different random things over <laughs> the past four years. Like I just recently was a teacher. <laughs> and so, you know, and before that I was working, you know, as the president at, at CUSA and I worked on parliament for a bit. So I have just, I, I worked for a professor at one point. I just, you know, a lot of different opportunities that came up and I never said no if I was interested if I thought that you know I would learn something from it or that I would enjoy it Mm -hmm. or that it would help me in my career path I always said yes even if um it wasn't exactly what I thought I'd be doing yeah and I think I really try to tell you (laughs) (laughs) that it's okay yeah and that you don't need to Stress stress yourself out about things that are out of your control. Like it's yeah, it really is like that's such a hard thing find to your say path, though. though. Like yeah, there's always room to grow and change and like m- like maneuver. But and you like learn shift those things and, for yourself. And what's the word we always talked about in COVID? Uh, pivot. Everything's about pivoting what? now. I never heard this. What pivoting? Like changing Piv- the trajectory. But how is this the COVID of- word? Just because everyone was like pivoting, like working from home, like working online, like changing the way we like did things. Yeah. And like, that's okay. But I mean, and then, you know, we're going back to a world where um, this is also getting off topic of the (laughs) post-grad boost, but like moving to moving back to like where we're doing things in person, like doing things off the computer, because honest to God, I cannot... I cannot work from home. I cannot yeah. work on the computer. I know. Yeah, me I, too. I you know, have to I despise be... it, and it's not easy for a lot of people. Some people love it, yeah, and some that's, people you know, do, for yeah. them. But for me, like, I need I to be I feel like the people who love it sometimes you. are the people who aren't actually doing fully their job. But then, anyways. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, maybe that's well, controversial. They'll, they'll come for you. They'll come for you. But <laughs> No, okay, maybe that's not true. But I just think that in order to actually do your fully best in your workplace and feel fully motivated like you have to be in a different environment you can't be in the environment where you're sleeping and you know doing different (laughs) like because then you just feel like you're too relaxed to actually be motivated I don't know is that not true I think it is and I think also like a social environment is always so important and being around other people yeah like is so important when you're developing works when you know skills yeah. in and the workplace and things like that in, in class in the classroom and well, because especially if you have other people around you who are always motivating you and you know asking you the types of questions that make you think outside the box and yeah. that make you um change your perspective and do things differently you know like even my last where when i was teaching i learned so many different things about different ways to be organized and you know i'm i like to keep things very organized and i have <laughs> A very, a very, what? (laughs) That's rude. (laughs) No, I literally told you the other day to come over so I can organize your Google Drive. It is so, it is so. She needs to do that actually. (laughs) She's, you know what? She's my personal assistant now that she's no longer the president. Um, But it's true. You are very strategic with your time and your. but I like, but I get, I like to organize things a certain way and have things a certain way. And I've, you know when I was when I was teaching there were other teachers who organized their things differently and I noticed one way was way more efficient and so I went and I changed everything on my computer to follow that system 
but that's you know it's about learning and pivoting and changing but that's that's what i'm saying working with other people can teach you different things and like i mean i that's a random a random thing but but. you know but like moving back to like school and post-secondary and like being in that space and and like a lot of us i mean all of us now that are still in school have been through this pandemic like um it really it really like sort of put a put a brakes put brakes on a lot of things but also like allowed you to learn in a different way and like see if that's the way that you learn better like i hated online school i hated it i i never felt like i was you know doing anything i felt like i wasn't learning because you know yeah, when you when you go on a zoom class and like you like are in your like room in your bed and like you're just listening to the professor and it's like I'm not going to go and like do the extra work. Like I'm going to do my, I'm going to go in my class. Yeah. Whatever. It's mandatory. You don't feel motivated. And then it's yeah. like, you're done. And yeah. like, I, I know that's how I felt. I know that's how my sister and brother felt. But like, even bringing that back to the postgrad blues, don't, do you like, this is just such a interesting topic to me because do you feel like the graduates of this year and maybe even last year are as prepared as former years because of those online classes? I don't know about being prepared is the right, like, sort of thing. Because I don't know what... But so I many think, people no, feel like they I didn't get as much out of their but, degrees. But university prepares you to learn. That's that's yeah. what I truly believe. Like, you are able to learn and to develop a, skills. Yeah, to be a lifelong learner, it's, literally. But that's yeah. the thing. Like, you take courses that... Like, you know, f- from my experience, I took courses yeah. in communications i took courses but that's exactly in, what i was in business before. and i've tailored my degree to yeah sort of the what i like other it, people's yeah. other people don't and they you know do the when they're in that sort of field they do courses in like random courses that are like oh easier yeah. burn courses but, but that's what i was saying though because some like see that it doesn't actually like undergraduate degrees don't actually give you experience like work related experience that's why people who want to become lawyers and doctors have to go on and get another degree right like if you take law in your undergraduate you're not becoming a lawyer you're studying the theory of law your undergraduate degree exactly is literally teaching you how to learn and like okay different but people people don't realize that when they go because they're being pressured and forced into going to university (laughs) when they aren't (laughs) academically inclined or you know they don't want to be lifelong learners. They, they want to thoughts. exit university with a degree and go straight to work. Yeah. And they don't realize that you're not actually learning hands-on material or skills. You're exactly what you said, learning how to learn. And you probably, majority of the jobs that you apply to, you won't be qualified for because you don't have this however many years of experience that these entry-level jobs are requiring. And, and you know, and then there's this, then there's co-op, right? That's always an That's option for people. That's such a good people. opportunity, yeah. And, like, I did co-op in high school. I did it. Um, did you? I did, did yeah. You do it? So I did, I did co-op. I didn't know that. I did, so I did two placements um, in the same year. So I did one at an orthodontics office. Oh, wow. I also did, I also was in, a, in elementary school. So, was two that a potential totally career for you? Or two totally different things. When I was 17, 16, like 18 years old, like in, in my final years of high school, I wanted to be a dentist. That was like my, no. yes, <laughs> that was my thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, I want to be a dentist. Like I loved biology. I would not trust you with my teeth. I, <laughs> I loved biology. And like, I was like, I want to go into the medical field. And I thought, you know, oh, I love the dentist. I love going. I love talking to the dentist. I love like, 
being interested in what they were doing. So I was like, I'm going to be a dentist. I remember talking to my guidance counselors about this and they were like, oh yeah, like, okay, Jordan, like whatever. And they saw what I did in my post or my, sorry, my extracurricular activities. I was in, I was a student council co-president. I was in the, I was in the plays. I was doing all these other things in the school. I was so involved. And then someone said, someone put their hands at me and said like, in a, in a circle like this and said, oh, like, do you want your life to be that? And I was like, honestly, like, what am I thinking? Why am I going to go there? You know, I feel like, though, you could be a good nurse, really. If I were thinking in the medical field, I think you'd be a really good nurse. Well, my mom's a nurse and she always advocates against that. Same with my father. They're like, do you want to be stressed out? Do you want to get underpaid? I know, but, totally you'd so, but you would be a good, so but aside from all the politics of it, you'd be a good nurse. Yeah. You would, I mean, you care about people. But like going, Jordan, back, yeah, sorry, going go back to this, like, I so they're like do you want to do that and I'm like honestly no and my experience like working in in the orthodontic space was like okay this is interesting to me like yes but I think more of the business side of it interests me so then I got involved in I took a business uh, leadership course and then I was doing we started our own company um I'm still a mentor for it but like Uh, JA company I just went to the award ceremony but that sort of pivoted my whole sort of experience it was like honestly like I like marketing I like doing I like talking to people I like being like sort of um in that sort of sales space it it goes back to you know whatever what experiences that you are getting when you're young and these types of you know real world experiences that you're gaining that show you what you enjoy so I'll always advocate for getting involved like I said it's sad because some schools don't have yeah those kinds it's of opportunities for their students and that's not and their fault no but there's a reason for that yeah getting political again but <laughs> we'll, we'll, this that's another topic for another day because i have so much to say about the education system the healthcare system in this province um but <laughs> Don't we all you know like it's these experiences allow you to gain things and learn things and allows your postgraduate experience to be different and allows you to go into the world knowing more of who you are and um, without just being a student. You know what I mean? Jordan is actually going through the post-grad blues right now. So he needs advice. Yeah. But, you know, he needs needs to take his own advice, actually. But I know my passions and I think I just need to listen to myself and and, exactly, and go yeah. with my passions because for sure. that's where you're most you know, fulfilled. <laughs> do you know that for maybe one year of my life, I was really convinced that I wanted to be a pilot. <laughs> I can't even drive a car. <laughs> I can't even be trusted not to go over the curves. How, how, how will I drive? How will I fly a plane? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean... I, that scares me not because it's you but just because no. like I could never I would not be one I would not want to be um in charge of people's lives in that way um because it's like really scary and a lot could go wrong and not always goes wrong but sometimes can go wrong yeah and you also have no, glasses but, so you can't see no, I can't see you so I'm, you're out of the no, body are that. you kidding me you cannot see anything you're your thick ass glasses. They're not even thick. No, uh, mine are just like uh, not. Even, they're like little dainty. Yeah, whatever, nothing. Whatever. Yours, Don't listen to her. He, he has those ones well, that are the. <laughs> I also trifold. at one point wanted to be a. a <laughs> what? No, yours are trifocal. <laughs> Excuse me. I went to the. I went to the eye doctor. No, I don't have those. Yet. Um, <laughs> no, but also but I what wanted I was to be an saying though about being the pilot is that I was so convinced that I wanted to be a pilot, and then I got my driver's my driver's license. 
<laughs> and that's how I learned that I shouldn't be a pilot. So you have to have these experiences. Yeah, I mean, it's important. Like, I know a few people that are pilots, but you don't need, like, I don't even know if you need to go to university to be a pilot. Like, it's more like No, you have to do experience. something. I don't know. You have to have, like, math Th- or Thaddy's, something. Thaddy's a pilot, but I don't know, like, what... It, he went to Carleton, but I don't know what his... I don't think your degree matters. Like, I think it's just about doing your hours. You need to have, like, some kind of math or something. Like, you need to know math Well, okay, so just back to... So, okay, why my path changed, like, this is another thing. I got a 50 in advanced functions in grade 12. (laughs) So I was, like, after that, like, I was also taking uh, um, biology... Or, sorry, chemistry, chemistry. And I was, like, honestly, no, and I dropped it. So that's when my total path changed. Like, And I was, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, having a midlife quarter-life crisis... (laughs) when I'm like literally 17 like, life I don't crisis. know what I'm gonna do I wanted to be a dentist and then that's not working but see that's like student 17 year old children should not be having yeah. a quarter life crisis a quarter life crisis like that is the type of pressure yeah. that people are putting yeah. on them that they really just don't need like but, some you're so young yeah. why can't you just enjoy your life yeah. for a bit you know, and then, I, I don't know, but I knew from the start that math and science were no, not for so, me. I stopped science in grade 10 and I stopped math in grade 11. I tried so hard. I had tutoring every day in math because I wanted to get that credit and I wanted to get that experience. So I yes. did. And it was every day I was sitting at the dining room table. I literally, to this day, I have nightmares about math I, and I literally I'm, could not do it. I'm trying all. to study for my GRE And I actually have to go home and get tutored by my mom because it's questions like volume. How the hell am I supposed to remember volume? Volume, volume, like those. No, I don't even try to explain. No, I really don't know. That's easier than like the other things, like algebra. I don't remember what any of those things mean. X, Y, whatever. Oh God, there's so many things. But you know, so um, but but then I look at like my cousins. You know, I have two cousins. That are like so smart, and I, 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 my, a lot of my cousins are smart. Not to say that they're not, but <laughs> I'm just saying like my cousins, Julie and Serena, they're doing. So Julie is doing her. She's actually writing her uh, exam to be a physio, a, a registered physiotherapist, like in a few weeks now. And the experience. So she did her. I, don't, I forget. I think her. I think her uh, bachelor's degree was in health science. She did a before she went to university. She did a. Um, she went to college. She did a certificate program um, in some, I think, in nutrition. And then she went to, then she did her bachelor's degree. Now she's in her, uh, she went to physio school mm. at, at Western. So she, so she had to do this whole thing. She had a placement in the physio school. That's the hands-on experience. Yeah. My cousin Serena, she did um, biomedical science at U Ottawa. She graduated that. She's now fast tracking to do to get her PhD. So she skipped her master's, went right into the PhD program, is working in the lab, um, doing work on it on like um, something to do with heart. So she's doing a lot of um, research on rats and stuff. And it's just like that experience is all hands-on experience yeah. and research. Whereas, you know, when you're doing your bachelor's degree, it's, it's more like, how do you learn? And then, and then moving that into the, maybe a master's program where it's more But that's why experience. so many students who are graduating from an undergraduate degree are feeling these, feeling so depressed and so confused and yeah. lost. Right. But, and, and also though, so many people do the college yeah. diploma or certificate before university degree, and it is so helpful for them. Yeah, my sister also a lot did of the times people a just diploma aren't, first. You know, she young did a, she did a little certificate um, yeah. for 
health sciences. Now she's doing kin- human kinetics yeah. at Iwawa. Well, sometimes like 18, 17 year olds aren't ready yeah. or aren't mature enough to take on that responsibility and yeah. be accountable for themselves yeah. and head to university, you yeah. know? But like going back to the co-op thing, like I learned what I wanted to do because I did co-op and I was like, honestly, yeah. I can't see myself doing that. So doing co-op in high school is so beneficial for people. Yeah. My brother did it. He did things, he did, um, you know, in the trades and he loved it. But I guess... My sister did co-op in in, um, physiotherapy, in a physiotherapist's office, wants to do that. So we had different paths. We learned that if we want to do it or not. And then now we're going to the field that is best suited for us. But I guess though, I think exactly if you're listening and you're in high school then you should definitely take on any experience that you can but i think if we're talking about people who have recently graduated and didn't have those experiences what's there for them i think you just need to you know like that's why just say yes to the opportunities say yes to any opportunity yeah if you think that there's a possibility you could enjoy it like don't just apply to one specific type of job open your horizon apply to multiple different jobs or do some volunteering i know people will hate that because you just graduated you want no but but it's like do some volunteering in the community to learn what you enjoy it's so important to you know volunteer like we did a lot we we but we're that's all, who we are. we're volunteering like, every single day of our lives. Like it's, but it's it's like it's so important because you yeah. learn so many different things about yourself and you and feel about others. So, so many connections so, too. Like you earn, you make so many good connections, yeah. but you feel like that you're actually doing something so positive yeah. and you're giving back to something important, you know, and you're making a contribution. Sometimes you are molding a path for younger students who are you know inspired by you and who want to be you and that's you don't you'll never they'll never maybe they won't always tell you that or they won't you know you might not always receive those thank yous or the appreciation that you deserve but you you are helping a lot of people and and communities in ways that you don't even know yeah right? like i I always, I mean, that, that's why I help with Jay. That's why I'm a mentor. Yeah, Jay is incredible. That experience really put into perspective what I wanted to do with my life and allowed me to sort of like learn from it. And I think it's such a beneficial experience. Like I need to help others get that because I think it's so important for them to learn and like be able to have that. So um, like, yeah, I mean, there's just so many options and like, what do we, you know, there's just so many paths you never know what your path's going to be and just got to like do something and yeah. like, figure it don't, out. Don't hold yourself back. Don't be afraid of trying to things. try new things. Really. It's so true though. It really is. Yeah. Like yeah. I love university. I love school. Like that's why I yeah. said like we, we were thinking about doing a master's. Yeah. Which we are. No, we're doing it. You don't know. We're thinking about it. Jordan always says he's doing something and th- that's the reason why we uploaded this podcast so late because he's been so stressed about what type of microphone we'll use, how we'll be recording it. He gets so stressed. He says he, we're doing something and then he gets so stressed. I'm just We're doing an MBA and he's has no choice. He's getting pushed into it. I'm just, studying for the GRE for the both of us. <laughs> no, I think, but I think that's something that I will definitely uh, consider. And like, and like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to know. Like, it's hard to know. Like, I love, I loved kids. I loved high school. Like, I, I think we would both be great teachers. 
because we love. What, what are you talking about? I am a great well, teacher. Okay, that's what I'm, yeah, but like you're, you, what? You haven't applied for teachers college. Like, no, I don't and see I you. will not be doing so, that. I think I'd like to teach uh, older students. You know, at the university level I love, eventually. I love my experience in like senior, like grade eleven, grade twelve. Like yeah. I think those. No, I think I'd like older students. I'd like college or university. Yeah. The experiences you have in in that sort of grade 11, 12 range, like, I, I you believe just make, it really make a really big you. impact on them. Yeah. Yeah. And it molds you That's to who true. you are. Like, yeah. th- those those teachers did so much for me. Like, I, I see so much that they've done to, for my siblings. Like, it molds you into a good person, a good human, and, like, someone that yeah. can move out to, into the world. It's true. And, yeah. like, do good. Like, it's so But important. for people who are experiencing those post-grad blues – you know, it's time to do some things that teach you about yourself, right? Yeah. Like, even if that means maybe packing up and moving away and doing something in another country That's, or, yeah. you know, maybe like an abroad internship or something. Or even if it means, you know, volunteering in some other country. <laughs> I don't know what maybe I'm thinking about. I want to travel again. That's what I'm thinking about another. Well, but I mean, no, like, but, but we it's went, so, we, yeah, that's we, true. We, we went, went to Guatemala. We went to I forgot Guatemala. about that. Yeah. And like that's we how we that. met each other. That is how we met. We met in our, in my first year of university, yeah. your second year. Yeah. And, and we went to Guatemala. On yeah. A, uh, ex, um, what did they call it? Uh, uh, Alternative, Ex- alternative, alternative spring, spring break, break experimental, experimental, no, no. experiential, experiential <laughs> learning, experiential learning, and <laughs> we, whatever that is, that just like another thing, yeah. like, it just allowed us. What to, did we do? We built um, no, we go bricks. We did, we did, we we were like we learned about the environment. We learned about the we learned about the community. We learned about the community, and like yeah. that was so beneficial, and like it just. It's a great. It was such a great experience. I loved it. I wish we could have done it again. But like, no, you would have been went, such a great leader. We would have. We would have both done been it. great leaders together. And yeah. but COVID happened, and yeah. you know we couldn't go in the last two years of. Our, well, sorry, three. Well, years. maybe we'll be um, uh, chaperones when in we're the, in our when, masters. Yeah, yeah exactly. We'll like, we'll uh, like, like Christina. Like Christina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like, yeah. There's just I don't know. There's so many things. There's so many things you do in life. And like, yeah. I, I always say never say no. Um, but even that's so random. But now we know somebody who, wh- what's that YDC, right? The, what's the, whatever it's. Diplomats Canada or yeah. something like, like that. Like, now we have a, like, the, so yeah. random how we have those connections. Yeah. But see, exactly, like just doing something different. And, and neither of us are going into a field of related like global, in any way yeah. to global, international or environmental anything. And so that was not maybe, you know, like we didn't even choose it. They assigned us yeah. a different place. Or yeah. like everyone had different options. And op- we chose, there was like five trips, I think. Oh, did we choose? I no, they know. randomly assigned us. But I think we picked our top, like, few. Yeah, you pick your top. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I don't think I had picked that one oh. at well, all. We, would have, we wouldn't have wow. met each other. What would my, my life would be nothing without you. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have known each other. We wouldn't um, be doing this right now. This oh, it was podcast. really cute, actually. We just held hands. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. No, but, but, no, but exactly. So, you know, like, neither of us are going down that path in any way. Yeah. But it was such a good opportunity and I learned a lot. We both so learned much, a lot. Yeah. We learned about ourselves. And we made lifelong friends. It's true. For sure. Yeah. Nikki. We yeah, miss Nikki. you. Nikki's over in Spain right now. Yeah. But like, yeah, like we, we just, that's why I never say no. Like this is going back to my Doing an internship days. in Spain. Look at that. Yeah. See, the, do, do yes. different things. <laughs> Try but, things. But that's, that's part of her program though. Yeah, that's incredible. That's those, incredible. Those, that program but is But that's really what I'm incredible. saying. Like there's so many opportunities to do yeah. things. 
So what like program? look outside the global bubble. Global intern begins. Yeah, begins. Bachelor Bachelor of Global, global International Studies. That's so what Nikki's good. doing. So That's good. what a lot of people that you know go into. I these. think Carlton is pretty well known for that program. Carlton no? is. I'll always or engineering it has a great place in my heart. I always advocate for Carlton University. Like do yeah things that allow you to gain. Well, experience. when you're looking for universities in Canada, you should really consider Carlton just because of the professors honestly yeah they are so supportive and hands-on it's really true and it's, other universities aren't like that no no like I've had friends that have gone to Queens I've had friends that have gone that have gone and to they, Western like I've you are literally go to your UBC, student number is your identity yeah and that's all and they, yeah. they don't it support your growth yeah be, and, like, and they that's don't have fair. so many departments like yeah. working towards yeah. improving your experience as yeah. a student and yeah. things like that. That's why, I don't know, for me, student leadership can be really challenging because Carleton is a really good place for students. So it's hard to ever be like combative with them. But also like we're in, we're in Ottawa. Like that's, you know, the nation's capital. A lot of so our, many a lot of opportunities yeah. in, in politics, Now we're just plugging Carlton without no, I mean, even yeah, that but sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's true. Like when you come to Ottawa and you're looking for, you're looking to do school, like a lot of people come here to do courses that pertain to governance and government and like sort of that sort of realm. But we have a faculty of public affairs and that's where, you know, a lot of people, a lot of like high profile people come out of and go into government, go into yeah. politics, you know. Or they come back into they come continued back. education yeah. there, yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's because it allows you to gain be in the capital and yeah. work on the hill or, you know, in government. Yeah. So many students have great government jobs already. Yeah when they're in school you know there's a lot yeah. of good programs you have which to that's just look a really them. good pathway too right like getting an internship in the government and then moving into a full-time position after you graduate is a really good really good path as well yeah but, but all to say everyone's path is different and you just you know this is us getting real about post-grad blues it's true we're getting real and like yeah but <laughs> i don't know like just like don't beat yourself up about yeah. things and don't compare yourself to others no. don't look at what other people are doing and you know bully yourself i really i can't find a better word for that it's just really just up bullying it. yourself yeah, yeah. like be don't do that yeah because it's important but, but push to yourself yes. push yourself and motivate yourself and you know push yourself to do all the things that you know that you can achieve and even push yourself to do the things that you're afraid you might not be able to achieve or that you know there are obstacles that you have to overcome yeah. but don't beat yourself up if your path is not the same as someone else's yeah. or if you're not following the same timeline like for me i took a year off of my undergrad to be the cusa president and i felt so terrible when no not to say i felt so proud of my friends for yeah. graduating but i also felt terrible because i wasn't up there graduating too yeah. and because i always had this idea that i would graduate after four years but then i realized that you know i had a great opportunity my path has changed and I need to be adaptable. Yep. I'm not very adaptable sometimes, but But you learned a lot and that's I learned the, that's I'm learning important. to be adaptable and to forgive not not forgive myself, but to be a little less kinder. tough less tough kinder on yeah. myself, yeah. But like, you know, and then and like you but I remember at one point you wanted to graduate like literally earlier in three yeah. years and accelerate. No 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 that's not the Yeah. Point. No oh sorry. <laughs> sorry, Kate. I remember getting that <laughs> I remember getting that. I'm like, what are you thinking? Like it's not a race. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, I know, it's not I know. a race. That's so, that's really, that's, like, see, that's my issue though. Because for me, my greatest strength 
And my greatest weakness is how competitive I am. Yeah. I'm so competitive. Yeah. And it we can know. be such a strength, but it can also be such a weakness. And, and like, just like you were saying, like a lot of people, that is the first you wanted to see your friend, like you were, like you were upset seeing your friends graduate this year. I wasn't upset seeing them, but you really, were just but like, I was like, oh, I, okay, no, I was feeling upset about myself. Yeah. But like, and then or to not, me, I was to feeling my like I let myself down. To my experience, a lot of people that I know took five years. Yeah. And like last year, I'm so like, many, everybody in student takes, leadership. Yeah in big, but big even, positions like, and that, people like, who are working, like yeah. don't forget that we worked our entire yeah. degrees and there are so many people who crossed that graduation stage to get like a few weeks ago who have not worked a single day of their undergraduate degree. Yeah. And we've been working this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's path, path is, is different. different and and but okay. that, that's, but that's like, that is something that has to stop at a younger age. Schools, high schools parents have to stop putting that pressure on their kids on yeah. kids you know I think that you have to go to university and you have to do it in four years and then you can get a good job secure a stable job yeah no i mean like i that's think my not parents, always the way my parents have been good about you know yeah mine too letting you like that's letting us said do what you want to do like calling her every other day to tell her what what has changed like you know they're just like what you, do i want to do what you want to do and like we'll be supportive yeah. of you and like that's good. Like you need that kind of like yeah. person in your corner, your family. Like you, that's like you just need that. Yeah. Because it, it's it's not it's 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 hard to like. But even my brother, I don't know if you remember, but he had like a little crisis. He wanted to be, you know, he was going back and forth. He's in. He's studying to become a teacher. Yeah. Math, math, and uh, gym. Oh, that's a teacher. That's wow. Yeah. But that's not a good. That's like a different combo. That's like not. That's like a not the. The normal combo. It's incredible. It's I love it. Unique, but th- but he was all like he wanted to be a police officer, and then he went back to wanting to be a teacher, and then a police officer, and now a teacher again. So, I wonder where his career will end up. We'll see. He'll I mean, be a great teacher, though. It's always it's a journey, and it's not a race. Yeah. You don't always. And it's okay if you change your mind. Doing. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I know, like you said, everyone everyone's allowed. And to it's okay if you and go like also, through a full four year degree and then change your mind and have to go do it. Also, just don't start from the beginning. Just get the degree and say you do another one. Like also, make mistakes. Yeah, true. Like make so mistakes hard. and like you'll learn. Like yeah. you know, it's it's so it's really hard. It's all about not being so tough on yourself. Really, yeah. it is true. Because that's the moral of the story here. Don't let a mistake or a you know diversion in your path let you become so self-critical or let you feel like you can't accomplish anything or let you feel like you're not good enough you know like let those things teach you about yourself and push you to do better next time yeah push you to like honestly it is so there is so much power in acknowledging and learning what your weaknesses even you know it is true you should know what your strengths are and but it is even more um you know useful to know what your weaknesses are because knowing your own weaknesses and your limitations makes you a better um contributor in workplaces and academia in academia and anywhere you go right yeah no it's true because you know like this is not where my strength lies yeah and you know maybe there's somebody in this group who that is their strength let's put that person yeah but also like also like learn and like grow and like do things that will push you from your push you out of your comfort zone because that's so important to learn who you are 
and build you up as a person yeah. and like just create the best version of yourself that you can ever imagine and take a trip you and really take a trip, take a trip. Yeah. <laughs> travel but travel. you know take That's take a nice says. trip get out of your bubble get you out of your need to take zone. a trip you need to travel when you're young i'm sorry anyone who says otherwise yeah. you no, need to yeah, it is so incredible you need it. to like, see the world well, I've been telling him we're going to Washington D.C. this summer, and he doesn't just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> well, he just keeps saying maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, but we are. Mm-hmm. That's not Even really he, traveling. That's a different. No, it is still that's traveling. That's like literally just going to. It's another country. You whatever, need your passport whatever. for it. That's See, considered traveling. She, like, look, she's she's coming for me right on the podcast. <laughs> everyone, you can listen to the bickering. I think now, no, now I know that it's your your dad is supportive. I'm, I'm calling him and telling him oh, what day God. I'm picking you up, and he'll make sure you're ready. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> Anyways, I think, uh, you know, we've been talking for a while now. So if you stay oh, to the end. Oh, we hit, we hit an hour almost. almost. An hour. <laughs> if you stay to the end, welcome. Um, and thanks for, and thanks for, thanks tuning for staying. In, and thanks for staying. Um, We'd we'll, love to know in the future what kinds of topics you want us to explore. We figured we'd do a not so controversial one for our first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get things rolling. But, but we're yeah, pretty open. We're pretty open. And like, you know, we're going to try to have some guests on here. Yeah. Um, we have some pretty great ideas for guest speakers. Yeah, just that so that we can, you know, to... Does that mean we need a third mic? He's going to be all particular about this now. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we need a third mic. Oh, goodness. No, I think these are pretty good. I think, yeah. we're, I think we're starting off with a good uh, footing. And, um, you know... I just hope he doesn't delete this one. Because when we did the podcast for his class, he <laughs> deleted it. He deleted the voice recording. It was almost an hour of work. And we had to go and record it again. Yeah. No, this is He good. can't be trusted. <laughs> but... Moral of the story is, thank you for listening. No, um, that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is, post-grad blues are real. Don't be so hard on yourself. Try new things. Say yes to new opportunities. And get These involved. are the takeaways. Get involved. And travel. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And, um, you know, be sure to follow us on social media. Yeah. Um, real Talk. Real Talk. With and J.A. With J.A. And our personal handles. Um, at Jordan Vecchio and at, at Anastasia Lutieri. He's all about his Twitter these days. Yeah, always Twitter. That's the main point of contact. Mm. I see. Jordan has to help me with my Twitter. I try. It's just. A, I always post the, the most random outlet. things on like, Twitter. It's just the best outs- outlet, in my opinion. I'm really into LinkedIn these days. Uh, LinkedIn. I'm too. obsessed with LinkedIn yeah. right now. But okay, we're getting off topic. Now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And LinkedIn's we'll- good if you have the post guy blues. You should focus <laughs> yeah. on making a well, better LinkedIn profile. <laughs> that's true. And building your resume. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be back um, with another episode in the coming days. So thank you so much. That. Thank you for listening and. Have a good See rest you of your day. Time. See you next day. Oh, oh, and happy Canada Day. Oh, yes. Yeah. Happy Canada Day. Happy Enjoy Canada. the long weekend. Enjoy the long weekend.